Hi guys, welcome back to the Return to Eden podcast. This is a podcast to share conversations that empower people to embrace pleasure and walk in wholeness. You are free to exist how you are in this space. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a question, a story to share, or you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, please reach me at return.to.eden on Instagram. So just for the podcast, do you want to kind of, like, explain a little bit about yourself? Obviously, we've been talking, but do you want to just kind of sum it up so that I can edit it in? Um, so my name is Corrine. I'm 21 years old, and I'm, I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I'm studying psychology and graphic design um, at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and yeah, it's just, I feel like... Um, I know we're going to get into it a lot more, but just, Mm -hmm. I think sexuality and just processing it through Christianity has been something that's been just like on my heart and just something I've struggled with for a long time. And so I just hope that, you know, it might be helpful, um, for, you know, whoever's listening, like for you, I hope it's, um, just like my experiences and like things that I've felt like the Lord has just like really put on my heart. I hope it'll be just like healing and Mm -hmm. I definitely am coming from this place where I'm I'm don't want to make any sweeping statements like I really want to like honor you know where people are coming from with their sexuality so I'll probably just talk about you know my experiences and um I'd like to think that these same like truths are also um accessible to like all people so yeah just just wanted to kind of say that get that out there and just yeah. kind of make a qualifier almost <laughs> yeah. um that's yeah I love that Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of, like, with my platform, I've had some people, com- like, comment or DM me mm-hmm. saying, like, that I'm not, like, being hard about the truth, and I don't really, like, I get what they're, because there's this whole, like, you know, certainty with Christianity, mm-hmm. and, like, no, this is the truth, and you have to check all these boxes, and, like, mm-hmm. I guess I'm so wary about being, like, it's this, or it's this, or this is right, and this mm-hmm. is wrong, just because, not because I don't have my own opinions on right or wrong, not because God doesn't, you know, you know, it doesn't exist in right and wrong, but just mm-hmm. because when you put that on people, people don't feel free to, like, yeah. express, you know, what they're actually struggling with, and so I yeah. just kind of go, like, you're welcome here, and, like, mm-hmm. let's talk about it, yeah. and, like, I'm never gonna be, like, this is right and this is wrong, mm-hmm. even if i felt you know a strong opinion about it um you know admitted that they're not hurting themselves or anyone Mm -hmm. else but yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. so um I asked people this because even though a lot of people have on the podcast are Christians Mm -hmm. some of them don't like to use the label Christian Mm -hmm. do you use it in your daily life or do you just kind of like how would you describe your faith sure so I think I do use that label but I try not to, I, I think especially with uh, denominations, even though I do feel like I have sort of preferences, I feel like that's more the part of the title that I try not to, I don't know, just like, mm-hmm. I'm like this 
um, certain denomination, like this kind of Christian, and be very exact. Um, I know that I would fall under like the Protestant Christian, like if you're thinking of the tree of like all the denominations, <laughs> but I feel like I, I, I do feel a certain hesitancy to, um, like I'm not, a, like I don't know how to describe it, like I don't, um, I, I'm definitely aware of like maybe certain stigmas or like certain attitudes that come with when people are, um, when I say I'm a Christian and you know like what do people think and so usually I don't maybe start with that like I'm not like hello mm-hmm. I'm a Christian oh yes my <laughs> name is Korean <laughs> um, yes. so that's kind of yeah that's how I, I'm not I'm definitely not ashamed of it though I just want to say mm-hmm. that but um, yeah there's just a lot of I think uh, I think people have maybe had a lot of um, either negative experiences with Christianity or just have a negative view of it so I just I'm trying to be understanding and aware of that because I think that's a reality and that just happens sometimes um mm-hmm. so yeah and I don't think that we're meant to fit in like religious boxes and even though the denominations and these labels can help us feel like we, we identify with a group mm-hmm. I don't think human beings were meant to be so boxed into like oh, I'm, I'm this, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm Protestant or whatever. I think mm-hmm. we gain so much from every denomination, mm-hmm. even like every religion. That doesn't mean that you practice it, but, you know, we're all influenced by each other mm-hmm. in the world and, and our experiences in the world and how we view God and view other people and stuff sure. is, you know, and Christianity's influence in the world has gone, you know, probably the biggest religion and it influences even politics and stuff Mm -hmm. that we don't see so yeah um the other thing that I've never asked someone but I want to start asking people Mm -hmm. is my platform is called return to Eden yeah and I like to see Eden obviously there's you know the actual Eden but as a place of complete wholeness and like Mm -hmm. if I were to be in this place my whole soul would just feel restored Mm -hmm. so if you Mm -hmm. could describe what your Eden would look like what would you what would it look like yeah, no, that it's. I'm so glad you asked that question because that was what attracted to me when I saw your the title. Like I was just so I was like this is so like because I feel like this has just been like I've definitely meditated on that idea before and just and that like how you're describing it as like complete wholeness and like restoration and it almost just like gives me like goosebumps just like thinking yeah. about it. Like I can just tell it's like holy. Um, yeah, I know. Um, just like when I was thinking of Eden, I, um, there's this like verse that came to my mind. It's, um, Psalm 27 and, or it's from Psalm 27 and I'll just like read it, um, quick. I just wanted to okay. make sure I don't butcher it. Cause I feel like I kind yeah. of, I have phrases of scriptures, but I'm like, it's like yes. precious. I don't want to like misspeak. So, um, yeah. it says, one thing I have asked of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire at his temple. And um, <laughs> I guess for me, um, just, um, I guess it's just been interesting with my walk with the Lord, being able to, um, it's just like interesting, you, you kind of start to, um, realize like how um, it's like the, the Lord is like revealing like his goodness to you and he's kind of giving you these revelations of his beauty and I mm-hmm. felt like the Lord 
has just been like drawing me like deeper into himself and I just I felt so um and it's almost something that's like harder to put into words but for me it's like I know that um just like one look at the Lord and it's like everything in me that is like heavy it like falls like everything that like has hurt me it's just um it's yeah it's just like restored it's like what you said um and a quality that I just really desire about the Lord when it says to like to gaze about his beauty it's just like um like the like scriptures describe the Lord as like more beautiful than the sons of man and I just like like to I'm just like how I've just remember like praying to the Lord like I'm like how beautiful like like I want to know how beautiful you are like I want to like gaze upon you um because I know that like that there's there's this sort of like longing in my soul for that um I know that I would almost call it like 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 this kind of helps me but just like a holy devastation like I know I was create like made for this creator and yet um you know I don't get to see him in this full in his fullness of beauty in this life and so um it's like that anticipation of um yeah yeah it's it's (laughs) it's almost something like I it's it's hard to put into words because it's like there's this degree that I think his beauty is like so deep and the healing would be so deep it's something I have never experienced in this life so um I'm sorry if that was a bit rambly but um no that was beautiful like I'm gonna (laughs) I like was like gonna cry Mm. (laughs) but like it you know and I think for someone who doesn't feel that deep intimacy with God who has never like Mm -hmm. um I don't know, just even talk to him in mm-hmm. the ways of, like, you're my creator. Mm-hmm. Like, that, but to someone who has, like, everything you're describing, I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, like, my, you know, there's this quote. I don't know if it's an actual quote or just mm-hmm. something I found yeah. on Pinterest or whatever. And it's, like, my heart knows its creator. Mm-hmm. And every time, yeah. like, when you're saying that, I'm just, like, it's this, like, deep knowing in my soul that, like, I was made for him, Mm -hmm. you know, and, like, that, like, literally everything just, like, melts away, like, Mm -hmm. nothing matters when you're in that, like, secret place, Yes, or when you just get to, to be with him, and it's something that I think when you are distracted by the world and by all the mess, Mm -hmm. that it can be so hard to be, like, okay, how can, like, just praying or, like, just, like, looking at God, like, Mm -hmm. fix anything, Yeah, but, like, then you feel that intimacy and mm-hmm. you know that it's just like like this is it mm-hmm. like this is ex- this is what I was made for yeah absolutely mm. so um getting into like sexuality and mm-hmm. everything um well first I want to ask you obviously we're going to talk about sexuality but is there any other topics that you've kind of had to wrestle with you don't have to get deep into them but I think it's good for people to hear that we all have doubts mm-hmm. we're all you know yeah reading the book and and being confused mm-hmm. about things so yeah I know for me yeah sexuality and also just I think struggling to um just like the character of God I feel like mm-hmm. I really just for so many years it was like uh I don't know like I don't know if I almost want to say legalistic like I thought the Lord was um like I just didn't think he was kind 
I won't speak about it too much, but I just feel like that idea of like everything's black and white and mm -hmm. just like this like rigidity and this um yeah, just like uh the Lord like is not for me and he doesn't want to give me good things and he wants doesn't want to like I don't know how to describe it. It was just like this deep like doubt about like yeah. him wanting goodness for me and like wanting what was best for me and I think withholding good was something that I was big where I was like he will like withhold this from me and yeah it's almost it's mm -hmm. it's kind of oh and, and um a lot of shame I, I remember mm -hmm. just like just that uh it's like yeah just like kind of wrestling with those beliefs like you're not me you're not look you don't look like you don't feel like what you think you're supposed to feel or you don't yeah maybe match um what scripture says like these qualities you should have and so I'd say that's kind of where I was um maybe even just like two years ago yeah it, yeah. it I think there's a tendency for us to get transactional with God Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, if I do these things, or if I am this certain way, or... And obviously, yeah, talking about sexuality, like, mm -hmm. there's a huge thing of, like, mm -hmm. in the church of, like, mm -hmm. if if I preserve my, you know, sex until marriage, then mm -hmm. it's going to be this beautiful thing in marriage, and it's just going to... I'm going to get everything I ever mm -hmm. wanted because I saved this, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And we don't, we're not made to be in transactional relationship mm -hmm. with God. He yeah. doesn't... It's not, I do this for him, he does this for me. Mm -hmm. And um, I think, was was your church an influence in how you, like, process these things? Or was it more just internal struggle and or something? Yeah, so I think I would say that it was more, I think it was more uh, family issues that kind of framed it for me. So... I mean, I, I, I don't remember feeling shame in church. I know that's like a, maybe an experience for people, but for me, it was more just like the family influence. And um, I feel like my, uh, and it's kind of hard to make swooping statements because it's like, I, I honestly don't remember a lot of the content of like when I would go to church when I was younger. Um, but I feel like there definitely was, like, a disconnect, and, like, I wouldn't understand, like, I un didn't understand, like, how deep my relationship with the Lord could go, and I think, yeah, I, it's, it was interesting that you brought up just, you know, saving yourself till marriage, because I know something that I had to process was, um, like, purity isn't something that you, if you have sex once and you just lose it forever, and you're marriage is forever marked by this time or times mm. that you like had sex um I honestly think the Lord loves to help us like pursue purity and I think he knows our spirit and knows our heart and I think he can restore um and like heal you know like when you've had experiences and you're like desiring to um maybe like oh I do want to wait till marriage like that's something important to me or um you know I was like masturbating for a while and I want to just like pursue purity so that um just to maybe like honor my husband and to kind of 
um, uh, um, I'm, tr I'm trying to think what the right word is, like, um, just, like, for our future, like, sexual relationship, just mm -hmm. so it's kind of, um, we don't have any other influences, it's just him and I. Um, I understand that's, like, a very, like, personal decision, but just wanted to say that purity is not, like, lost. Like, it's not something mm -hmm. that, it, it's something, it's, like, always for, like, available to you. You're not, like, mm -hmm. forever stained. Like, I, I just, yeah. I just really oh. want to say that. Like, no, like, that is yeah. just a lie from the enemy. Like, no. Mm -hmm. um, and how would you, how would you define purity? Yeah, um... So I guess for me, I guess like practically when I'm like just, it was something where um, I guess like practically it's like I'm not um, having sex outside of marriage and I'm not um, masturbating. But for me, I have, mm -hmm. it would be like this burning, like this desire um, and I felt like the Lord like just really like extended his mercy to me and just like gave me the like power of his spirit to that I wasn't experiencing that burning that I would have and it was um it was so hard because it just felt so involuntary for such a long time like I was like this is like who I am like this is like um I like I can't say no to this and um I feel like the Lord had to just like and, and maybe we'll talk about this more but just like I just feel like I had to be so desperate for the Lord so I was like I will I'm gonna try like I'm just gonna try for purity because I just like want to know him like I, I know he like he's like my last hope like for like experiencing joy in this life um but yes, I was a long-winded answer about purity, but I, I, I think it's difficult, but it's so worthy of being, like, pursued. And there's so much, like, grace there um, for you. It's like creating a healthy relationship with sex in God, like, and whether that means that, you know, you're abstaining or whatever, I'm not, you know, that's not mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Um, but just overall, it's, you know, not thinking of them as exclusive yeah. to each other, but but almost bringing God in mm -hmm. and being like, what what do you say? What is healthiest for mm -hmm. me in this situation? But, like, truly, I felt like in one word, like, it's been very healing to pursue um, the commands in Scripture. And I think once um, the Lord, like, removed a lot of shame and when he... Um, there's this verse about um, when you are like walking in the spirit you will not gratify the desires of the flesh and I felt like um, it, it had to be like um, not, like not just um, and I almost like don't even know how it like it's, it's so like I don't even know how it happened exactly I, it, it's hard to describe because I feel like it was me struggling for a while but it was like when I wasn't doubting the Lord's goodness and I needed him and I was like calling out to him, I felt like that's when I was able to overcome, um, you know, those kind of things. And it's been, it's been good and it's been healing and it hasn't been full of shame. And mm -hmm. 
I just, I mean, I would love um, for people to experience that. I think it's accessible for them. I wish I could like bring them into the place yeah. I know, if that makes sense. But I would love to them, for them to know the Lord in that way. Your heart for healing is like exactly mm-hmm. where mine mm-hmm. is, you know? And it's so beautiful because it's just like, my desire is never for people to you know, fit in where I fit in or be yeah. like me or think like me. I'm like, what does healing look like for you? Because um, I know that's what the Lord mm-hmm. desires for for yeah. all of us. And I think kind of what you were saying, so the verse, I don't know what verse mm-hmm. it is, but I know it says, uh, if you love me, you'll keep my commands. Mm-hmm. And growing up for me in church, I guess, not that these things were explicitly said, but it was just kind of the overall idea was that to prove that I loved Mm -hmm. him I would keep his Mm -hmm. commands and when I was in Australia I got this whole different picture from like my community and from uh, the lectures Mm -hmm. and everything about that verse actually meaning that what because I love him I naturally keep his commands Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's not even it's not a hard thing for me to even do I mean there you know there's struggles yes, behind yeah. it of course but but out of the love you naturally gravitate mm-hmm. to the things that are good for your mm-hmm. soul mm-hmm. and so I think when people are trying to operate out of I need to prove that I love Jesus mm-hmm. I need to prove that I love him so I'm going to keep all these things I'm going to be this mm-hmm. you know and I think that's when people start to be like well I'm not straight and I've had sex before mm-hmm. marriage so obviously I don't love mm-hmm. him and that's so dangerous because mm-hmm. it's like that's you're missing the point sure, of love yeah. you know like love comes to to like softly mm-hmm. guide you and to you know when you feel whole you act whole mm-hmm. like it's just mm-hmm. um and when you feel beloved mm-hmm. you make other people feel beloved you respect yourself as beloved like so you talked a little bit about shame um can you like I talk a little bit more about, I guess, I talk to a lot of people who are struggling between the difference between shame and conviction. Sure. So when did you um, kind of, I guess, realize the difference between the mm-hmm. two and how did, in your journey, um, how did you overcome shame but also step into um, the conviction of like, maybe these things aren't, aren't healthiest for mm-hmm. me? Sure, so... It was interesting because I felt like I would feel the most like vivid shame having desires and not knowing what to do with them. And I think um, it's, I do remember um, a moment, it was Um, it was right before I was baptized and it was right when I was like really struggling with a lot of things and just um, I just remember like just I was like I just remember like just sobbing and like looking in the mirror and um, I made this um, I I had seen this in the Old Testament and I didn't really know what I was talking about at the time but it's this, this thing it's called like a covenant of peace with the Lord and it was this thing where it was like, 
I will, like this prophet was, um, I don't remember which one it was, but it was like, I will like pursue your commands. Like I will pursue, just pursue them. And I know that you will bring life and peace into my life. And I kind of reached this point where it's like, I'm like choking on my own shame. And it's not even like, I feel like coming from, it's just like what I, like in my spirit, like something is like hurting. Um, Cause I'm not like created for these experiences. And so I think that's that switch it was like it's like um it was when the commands started to feel light and when the lord gave me a lot of grace to be able to follow them and when i was able to just like truly like delight in the lord um like first and foremost and i know a lot of people don't know like maybe haven't experienced that but it's um it's interesting that you say beloved because I know one of my favorite books of the Bible is Song of Solomon and I think it's like trading um just seeing my relationship with the Lord as this place of like like almost like almost like a lover but like more like deep and like intimate than like anything I could experience in this life like that's with him um it's in like um it's like every time that I like read his word or I pray, it's like I'm making a place of intimacy. I'm making it like richer. I'm making it greater with the Lord. Um, and it's like, um, I know the lover in Song of Solomon is like the one whom my soul loves. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. how I see the Lord. It's like the one whom my soul loves. And I know that there's no mm-hmm. shame. Like there's no shame in that place of intimacy that the Lord bought for me. Like he took away like my shame, like on the cross, like he bore it. There's no shame anymore. Um, And it's like, I I don't question his love for me because it's like marked in his body forever. And if I just, if I like feel shame, like I just, I think about the cross. I just think about his hands um I'm like that that's like a testament of his love for me um and that helps me because I feel like shame and like fear they like to crowd in right and they like to kind of and like blinds you to like his nature and I I just I always like I just feel like the Lord has to constantly like bring me back bring me back um to like like what he what his true nature is and so I feel like that, um, I'm sorry if that wasn't a very straight, clear answer. I just feel like it was kind of a lot of what, no, like, yeah. the Lord kind of slowly revealing things to me about him, honestly, and, um... Yeah, I think, I don't even know how to describe it. Kind of like, I, we keep saying that, but, you know, you just, you feel it and you know it kind mm-hmm. of when it when it happens. But a lot of what I experienced in Australia was realizing that like how loved I was and that I like literally did not have to question mm-hmm. it like there was no like there ha- you know obviously we're human and so our doubts are are you know mm-hmm. part of life but there was no need for me to doubt how deep his mm-hmm. love went for me and that there was like you know there's nothing on earth like heaven or hell like anything can't mm-hmm. separate me from from his love Mm -hmm. and so 
how, like, you know, if heaven and hell can't separate me from his love, you know, my works can't mm. separate me mm. from his love. Nothing mm. I do can separate yeah. me from his love. And so I think, yeah, so I'm, I'm reading a book right now with my mm. friends called The Cure. Mm. And it's basically a commentary slash story about um, this guy's on a, like a crossroads and one is the path of pleasing God that leads to the room of good intentions and the other is the path of trusting God that leads to the room of grace Mm -hmm. and so he goes down the room of or he goes down the path of um pleasing God because he thinks this will give me something to do like there's something to do here I have you know obviously I want God to be Mm -hmm. pleased like that's my purpose is Mm -hmm. to please God and I think that's where a lot of us are Mm -hmm. you know or have been where like we want to do all these things and that includes saving yourself or you know blah blah blah, like the list goes on and on um because we want God to be pleased and I think that's a a naturally good desire to like please your Mm -hmm. creator but if that's all you're doing it'll lead to the room of good intentions where everything is just Mm -hmm. fake and you know there was in the room of good intentions everyone was wearing a mask and everyone was like oh we're fine we're fine you know we're good Mm -hmm. here like nothing to see and it was like I'm trying to work on my Mm -hmm. sin to to get to God you know so that God will be pleased with me and it just ends in in fake you know fakeness and destruction and your soul is never at Mm -hmm. rest when you're trying to to do things Mm -hmm. to please God then he goes down the path of uh trusting God and he gets the room of grace and it's literally just like everyone is free to be who they are in that space and also um people are free to have their doubts and to be like I'm not okay Mm -hmm. like I'm not okay in this space Mm -hmm. and you know he has this um like revelation of God where God is just kind of next to him looking at the pile of his sin and it's like it's okay we'll work on it together you know like we'll we'll do it there's no rush there's no anything and I think that was the switch that happened in me was I realized that there was nothing that I could do or not do that would that would please God anymore and that sounds it sounds you know bad but it's actually freeing Mm -hmm. to be like whether I do something or not he still loves me and he still wants Mm -hmm. to work with me so why why would I not choose grace Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like if that's really a free gift why would I not choose Mm it and so yeah I don't know it's been I think that's kind of where what I hear from you and kind of what I you know is that we just kind of realized that like there's nothing more precious than his love Mm -hmm. and that's the place that we want to be Mm -hmm. so why would I choose anything different you know yeah I think for me it was I just didn't realize what I didn't really realize I could be satisfied in the Lord in a way that would make um, like desires of mine like very like either go away or just be very like minimized and so I just Mm -hmm. feel like I had no conception about what it meant to be 
like satisfied in the Lord and in a way that was like unburdened kind of like what you were saying I feel like that was the word I was thinking of um yeah and it's like a it's a sweet place and it's I I just it's like freely accessible as well um and it's like it's just so worth it it's worth all of the heartache that it took to get there um and I don't know I'm, I'm glad that I had desires that were contrary to scripture so that I can see like more of his beauty and so that I got more revelation of him and I'm, I'm, I'm great it's like I mean honestly like praise God that I'm grateful for it now because it was just so difficult um but yeah there's nothing like there's nothing like complete rest and restoration for your soul like there's nothing um so so when you're I guess in the heat of the moment or whatever like when you're trying to deal with your physical desires is there something that you do like directly in the moment or is it just kind of a um like a remembrance of like um his goodness or do you pray like what is what does it look like for you yeah I feel like very like just very simply like going to the Lord like in prayer I feel like worship helps because it's like something that's outside of me you know that like because if it's if it's sometimes I'm like I feel weak you know and it's like I can't be the one maybe praying over me um and or like I feel like kind of like it's it's hard for me to feel like it's effective sometimes Um, I feel like it's one of those things where it gets easier, like it's you, um, you're starting to, um, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like, um, this is something recently that I, uh, kind of discovered was just, like, having this, like, heart of, like, thanksgiving and, like, praise, like, waking up and just, like, praising the Lord, I feel like has been very protective of me against those desires like they've been so minimized because it's like let me see like what are all like the little things like the lord has like given to me that are good and it's like um i know in the heat of the moment that's not like easy but i'm I'm kind of just like i'm kind of naming like long-term things and also like like in the moment i'm getting up and moving around um going and working out um knowing that um yeah, I, I wish I could give a more exact answer because I feel like it's it's one of those things where it's almost like situationally it will change what I do. Like it, like I don't feel like there's something that's like every single time. Um, I mean, typically involves prayer, worship, going to the Lord. But I guess it is, I think, very possible to walk in greater authority over um, sin of that nature. And I feel like the Lord, like, gives us authority, like, all authority over sin. Like, he has it. And so I think, um, yeah, like, calling, like, upon him. And, yeah, just believing that he's, like, good and he desires to, um, uh, it's, like, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. I feel like that's been true for me. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry if that's not... um, I, it's hard to speak, um, I think we said this, but just, like, um, speak so generally, 
Um, those are just some yeah. things that have helped me. And I think also I would say talking to someone maybe who is a Christian about it and asking like how they deal with it and maybe that'll be helpful for you because I think it might be different for, you know, it might look different how you deal with it. But I, I know it's, it's really not, um, like at the moment, for example, it's just not pressing. Like it's not, it hasn't been an issue. Um, so it's possible to get to that place, I believe. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll just add for, you know, everyone listening. My therapist is a Christian Mm -hmm. and the ways in which we talk about things like this, um, or desires has been so helpful for Mm -hmm. me because we don't, and this sounds kind of unchristian like in the beginning but I promise it'll make sense we don't talk about the Christian like you know ways of doing Mm -hmm. things or anything unless I bring it up and so sometimes I just need someone to speak to my humanity Mm -hmm. and be like this is what I this is what happened this is what I did this is what I'm struggling with can we talk about Mm -hmm. it and then you know if I'm like look can we talk about the faith aspect of this how does this Mm -hmm. affect you know whatever and um I think in some ways that can look scary to Christians because it's like, oh no, I need the biblical answer. And yes, ultimately, yes. But I think when you first kind of speak to your humanity and be like, I hear you. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. if you're having a desire, like not just immediately Mm -hmm. suppressing it because that's where shame breeds. That's where you feel dirty and gross and you learn to not trust your body and not trust your desires and so when that comes up being like I hear you I see you and this is normal like this is it's so normal it's so human and me having this desire isn't because I'm a lustful creature that like you know wants all these bad things for myself it's simply because I'm human and this is how we were made and then what do I do with that? And that's where Holy Spirit mm-hmm. guidance comes in. That's where you can take the steps to be like, you know, actually, this is not what I desire for mm-hmm. myself. So I'm going to go work out. I'm going to go speak, mm-hmm. to, you know, whatever. That's where those, mm-hmm. those things come in. But I think none of that comes without intimacy with mm-hmm. God. And I think people so often try to get like follow all the rules mm. in order to gain yeah. intimacy with God and I talked um about this in my, in my other podcast mm. with my friend about intimacy mm-hmm. with God and saying that like you'll never gain intimacy by rules mm-hmm. and that's yeah. true in human human relationships mm. that's true in you know our relationship with God like it's just true across the spectrum of like intimacy coming at intimacy comes out of knowing And then out of that comes trust. Mm -hmm. And then when I trust God, I trust that he knows what's best for me. And then I make decisions according Mm -hmm. to that. But if you're trying to, like, I guess for so long I was trying to, like, I didn't know God. I didn't know Mm -hmm. what he wanted for me. I didn't, Mm -hmm. I wasn't, like, I barely talked Mm -hmm. to him. It was, like, when I needed something, when I was Mm -hmm. sad or, like, you know. And I didn't even know who I was talking to, so how could I expect to listen and follow to what he was saying? Mm-hmm. How could I even hear his voice if I never, like, mm-hmm. talked to him, you know? And so, it, I guess, if you're in that place, the first place to go is just deeper intimacy. Mm-hmm. The first place to go is to the Lord. 
not to just automatically put up rules. And I think kind of in the opposite um, for me, when I had rules and, and commands and I felt like I had to follow them, um, I, I was obsessed with it mm-hmm. because it was like, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm the kind of person, if you tell me not to do something, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, yeah. it makes it it makes it look better, it makes it more enticing, it makes it everything, and so, um, and then there's also so much shame that comes with that, because then it's like, oh, I'm not supposed to do that, you know, but when I literally, like, just threw up my hands, and was like, I don't know, I don't care, Mm -hmm. that, that act of surrender actually made it easier, Mm -hmm. because it didn't become such a big thing to Mm -hmm. me, and now that I don't make statements in my head, like, <coughs> sorry, I don't make statements like I'm saving myself for marriage, um, because to me, that's just a rule that I would want to break. Um, but when I just intuitively go, okay, I'm gonna, right now in this moment, I'm making a decision mm-hmm. that's good for mm-hmm. me. Um, and I'm going to talk to the Holy Spirit about mm-hmm. it. Like, that's when it became so much less of a burden. Um, so I think it's very individual. Mm-hmm. And obviously we, we keep saying that, you know, there's no, there's no formula, you know, that you can just use. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I have any other questions. Sure. I think we like basically talked about them all. Do you have anything else that you want to like, add or say to people mm-hmm. or an encouragement or something mm-hmm. um really like having this like reality of god that was greater than the reality of my desires was something that uh i didn't i don't think i understood and it's once i and i know we said a lot but just like once i've like actually had this encounter with the lord it's i thought that it's like this is this is like who I am like these desires are like who I am and mm-hmm. to see even like this greater need for the Lord revealed in my heart was like painful but it was like it led to this like deeper like very abiding joy and like satisfaction in him and I know for myself it's like I definitely have to watch for Um, I know I'm pretty prone to get anxious and like just like genuinely depressed and I think that if I wasn't a Christian like I'm sure that I would really like deeply struggle with those things Um, but it's like um, I just think the Lord has just like given me um, I know in the scriptures they describe it as like this oil of gladness he like anoints us with and I feel like that Mm -hmm. oil of gladness is like accessible to um you know, it's like people can, you can freely come for that. And mm-hmm. I just want people to know that joy and that, like, that lightness that comes with knowing him intimately. So I think that would be what I would, as my parting statement. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Return to Eden podcast. Once again, we'd love to hear from you. If you have a question, a story to share, or you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, please reach us at return.to.eden on Instagram.